0: Welcome into Making Sense of Retirement. I am John Gay joined by Vince Aldrey from CFG Retirement Group. Good to be with you, Vince. Thanks, Chad. Good to see you again. So today we're talking about something that a lot of our listeners have been asking about. This is such an important topic and that is the idea that taxes could be going up and what we can do to protect ourselves right now as we enter the final quarter of 2021.
1: Yeah, I think the biggest thing is that there are some things that we can do and there's a guy by the name of Ed Slot And I was actually just at a conference where he was speaking, but he was basically saying we have time to make some changes, but this year could be the year to make significant changes. And we might not have a lot of opportunity after this year. So if we're going to make any changes, we better start looking at planning right now before the end of the year, because if there are going to be any tax changes and they get implemented next year, that could impact the 2022 taxes. Exactly. And it is important to mention off the top here, uh, this is not a
0: partisan thing. This is not left, right, Republican, Democrat, conservative, liberal. This has nothing to do with politics. This has to do with the fact that the government has spent a lot of money in the wake of COVID. There are, as we speak now, bills you know being fought out in Congress right now about infrastructure, and it has to get paid for. So taxes, although we don't have a crystal ball, we can't
1: 100% say, But in all likelihood, they are going to go up, right? Right. And the tax laws, obviously, that they've been talking about are to increase taxes on the upper class, right? But the thing is, when we think about the market going up and we have other things that could come in place, such as required minimum distributions, that when you turn 72, you're going to have to take money out of your retirement accounts, pay taxes on it the option and what Ed Slot's trying to say is, do you want to pay the taxes based on how you want to pay them? Or do you want to pay taxes based on what the government is going to set them at? Are we comfortable with the rates that we have to pay today? And maybe you're not. I mean, you might not ever be comfortable. (laughs) But are we seeing that we need to do it now so that way we take advantage as far as what the tax code is today? Or should we wait? And I think most of us would say, yeah, you know, taxes might not be in the spot that we like them right now, but there's probably going to be better than they are in the future. Right. The question becomes, Vince, would you rather pay taxes at today's rates or tomorrow's rates? And we don't
0: know exactly what tomorrow's rates are going to be. So do you want to take that chance or do you want to
1: do what you can right now? Let's give some solutions. Obviously people understand, okay, there's going to be changes, right? Or potential changes. What can we do? The biggest thing actually is to... Figure out what you can do this year. And the reason why is because if we can pay taxes at a lower rate today, you would probably take me up on that offer, right? Right, yep. So let's create a plan, look tax forward. So, where are you at today paying taxes? Where will you probably be at next year, five years, 10 years, 20 years down the road as far as your income? Yep. Based on how much you have currently, based on what you're currently making, all that stuff needs to be put into a calculation, and you can figure out where you're at now and then where you might be in the future, regardless of tax rates, right? You'll know what your income is or what it might be based on some simple projections, which, you know, the simplest form is just putting it all in a spreadsheet and calculating everything. But we like to use software that's a little bit more sophisticated than just a spreadsheet. Sure. We like to look at the potential of what could it be? Or what if we have a big market downturn? Or what if we just have an average return? What does all that look like? So the first thing is just put it together, gather your data, figure out your income, figure out what your sources are going to be when you are retired, and figure out where you might land in retirement. Now, if you're always going to be in the same income level or the same tax bracket, whether it's now or in the future, then we would argue that we should make changes today, right? So there's something called a Roth conversion. And we've talked about this before. Yeah. So this shouldn't be new to anybody because we've talked about this many times over, but a Roth conversion again is where we're converting money from your IRAs or 401ks and we're moving it over to a Roth IRA, paying the taxes now at the tax bracket we're in. The strategy here is when we're trying to do some planning, look at the top of the tax bracket and figure out how much wiggle room we have between your income and what the tax bracket is. You want to make a decision here to pay some
0: of these taxes now, but you don't want to put yourself in that next tax bracket up. So it's important to know where you are in relation to where that next step up would be, right?
1: Exactly. So just to use like simple terms here. Sure. Let's say the 22% tax bracket, just for nice round numbers. One person told me I have a numbers problem because (laughs) I get too specific. And I know some of you that might be listening might not like to do financial planning, but you like to figure out how to capitalize on some of these opportunities. So in simple form, let's say the 22% tax bracket is up to $150,000. Okay. And you make, let's say, Mm $125,000. Not including any other exclusions and that kind of stuff. That means there's $25,000, right? Between 125 and 150. That means we have opportunity to move... $25,000 $25,000 at the 22% tax bracket, right? Before you're going to get bumped up to that next bracket, you
0: paying more taxes. That makes sense. I'm with you. Okay.
1: Yeah. So that way, if you're always going to be in the same tax bracket now or in the future, whatever they change them in the future, you've already paid your taxes. You're good. It's in the Roth IRA. You'll never have to pay taxes on it again, and your gains grow tax free. But there's always one thing that always comes up when I talk about Roth conversions, when people try to challenge me mm-hmm. about whether or not they should do Roth conversions. They say, what about all the opportunity cost? You pay the taxes, but then you have a lower number that's growing for you or compounding for you, right? They're afraid of the money that has been paid
0: in taxes that they're not growing interest on and growing in investments.
1: Exactly. The opportunity cost here, or what people think is opportunity cost, is obviously they're missing out on the gains or the larger number of the gains. But you have to keep in mind that if you have a million dollars, right, and you take 25% of a million dollars, that's $250,000, right? And if I have $100,000 today, 25% of that's $25,000. But at the end of the day, if things average the same, it doesn't matter. 25% of a million versus 25% of 100, it will average out to be in the same. It's a wash if taxes stay the same. If you've never jumped in income brackets, it doesn't matter. It'll be a wash. So there isn't really opportunity cost because 25% of a bigger number is going to be more money right? It's the same. Okay, It's a wash. And why do people disagree with you doing Roth IRAs so much? Because of that, I don't know. I haven't really seen like a ton of math behind the argument other than them talking about it. The other thing is I see a lot of CPAs or tax advisors that technically don't like Roth conversions. And the reason why is because they've always told you to defer, defer, defer. And we've talked about this before. It's an old adage that you Don't pay taxes now. Defer the taxes later when you retire and you go in a lower tax bracket. Well, what happens if we don't go in a lower tax bracket? What if we just stay the same? Right. I think that's a really good point. And I want to emphasize that here, Vince.
0: The common wisdom was always defer the taxes because assuming all the things stay the same, you're probably going to have less income in retirement than you do now. You'll be in a lower tax bracket. You're better to pay then. That gets thrown out the window if taxes go up, as we suspect is going to happen, because you might be in a higher tax bracket in retirement. So it makes more sense to pay those taxes now as opposed to
1: later. Yeah. So here's something that Ed Slott was telling us, that Peter Thiel, the guy that founded PayPal, okay, took $2,000 of his Roth IRA money and bought into his own stock back hmm. then. And now it's worth like $5 billion. <laughs> <laughs> your mileage on that may vary, but I see yes. your point there but all that money is now tax-free. He never has to worry about taxes on it again. Obviously, that's a drastic circumstance or a drastic scenario there. But the point is, if you're going to be in the same tax bracket or if taxes are going to go higher in the future, it's worth making the decision. But here's where it gets a bit complicated, right? When we're talking about doing stuff now before the end of the year, we have to do some tax-forward planning and that's where it gets a little bit more difficult because trying to call your CPA right now when they have like October 15 deadlines, <laughs> right? they're worried about trying to get stuff done for 2020, not for 2021. That's a really good point, Vince, because CPAs by nature
0: are looking backward. They want to do all the numbers and crunch all the numbers about what's already happened. A financial advisor, a financial planner like yourself is looking forward at
1: what you can do in the time to come, as opposed to what's already happened. Right. So I'm going to give you guys a gift here. I actually created like a guide called How to Achieve the 0% Tax Bracket in Retirement. If you go to cfgretirement.com forward slash tax guide, you'll find my PDF that you can download. And you can read it, beat it up all you want. If you have questions, just let me know, reach out to me, email me. But I created this as a guide to just, help understand there's some different scenarios that I talk about, what happens if this happens, what happens if RMDs, what happens if Social Security gets taxed more, all those different calculations are put in there. So go to cfgretirement.com forward slash tax guide and you'll be able to download the guide for free. There's no cost, just go in there and put your information in as far as your name, email and you'll get the guide. It goes over how to achieve that 0% tax bracket and why you should look at the stuff now rather than later. And if you want to wait later, that's fine. We don't know what taxes are going to be in the future. And if you look at Ed Slot, I mean, he's one of those IRA, CPA gurus. He's got some great books out there. He might walk back a little bit on his book from 2003. <laughs> but for the most part, the stuff is correct. I mean, take advantage of the tax code while it's available. And he basically said that Roth conversions will probably always be around. The reason why, though, is because... It created so much tax revenue by creating these Roth conversions. It created so much tax revenue that it helped pay for a lot of these things that they wanted to do, especially in 2010, right? When we're going through the financial crisis, 2010 comes around. They said, we're going to change the rules on Roth IRAs, make it more accessible. You can pay the taxes over two years. There's no income limits. There's no limit on how much you can convert. And all this tax money came flooding in. So they're like, oh, look at that. A little shot to the arm. But- this does segue a little bit into our next episode where we talk about like the debt ceiling and how are we going to pay for all this stuff if we're kind of already pulling from every spot we can pull from. And I guess maybe you're doing your part. If you do Roth conversions this year, maybe you're doing your part. Maybe you're helping us meet that debt ceiling so that we, we can pay for all this stuff. But what I don't want is for your retirement to be impacted so much by taxes or tax changes in the future that you can't retire when you wanted to retire. The radio DJ
0: in me loves the tease there, Vince, that we're going to talk about that (laughs) debt ceiling coming up in the next episode. You mentioned the guide. We're going to have a link to that in the show notes. The website is cfgretirement.com. Or if somebody wants to give you a call, Vince, what's the best number to reach you at?
1: Yeah, just give me a call at 952-657-7470. Again, 952-657-7470. And then again, go to our website, cfgretirement.com forward slash tax guide, or the link will be in the description. And uh, you can download it and look at it, tell me what you think. And if you disagree with me, that's okay. You know, some of this stuff can be a little bit up for discussion or can be an opinion. But based on your opinion, you should act right a little bit, meaning that if you think taxes are potentially going to go up, maybe do something now, right? And I will tell you that of all the Roth conversions that we have worked with our clients on, I haven't had one say, I wish I didn't do that. (laughs) Like it's over and done with. This is the time to plan.
0: You don't want to look back and wish you had taken advantage of the way things are right now when it's too late. So Vince, good stuff as always. And we'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Jack. Investment advisory services offered through Assured Retirement Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor in the state of Minnesota. Insurance products and services are offered through CFG Retirement Group, Inc.,